I've been thinking a lot, I suppose, about when I first started the paranormal investigating. And I suppose my standout investigation, the one that really sticks in my mind, was probably the best one ever, was the first time I went to Duckett's Grove in County Carlow. Um, I suppose right from the minute we got there, really, it was exciting. It was, it's a huge place and there were a lot of us there. There were a good few teams there that night. And it was just exciting because we got to meet different people and they were sharing their experiences, got to meet some really good, um, good investigators, I suppose. And the, um, the night started off well. We split up into groups and we headed out into the gardens first and into the, the outside area. And we walked through the garden and out to the back. And it was kind of starting to get dark, I suppose, at the time. And there was a lot. We were going into the woods. There was a pathway through the woods, basically. And two of the investigators swore they saw a full-bodied apparition. They saw a man step into the, the trees just beside us. And um, the whole time we were out there, we could hear branches breaking and you could hear footsteps and um, you could hear noises like occasional horses or carriages moving over the gravel but there was no gravel where we were and um, we eventually we came back into the garden then and as we stepped into the garden I let everyone else I just had a feeling I should stay down at the end of the garden, I let everyone else walk on ahead of me and they were calling out as they were going. And um, <clears throat> I was standing on my own in the dark. I had my torch, but um, had it turned off. And all of a sudden I heard someone digging the ground, the soil just beside me. I could hear the shovel going to the ground and soil being turned. I mean, I've always been an avid gardener and um, I know what the sound of, a, of somebody digging is like and that was somebody digging. I swung my torch around, of course there was nobody there beside me. And um we walked up I walked up then to join the rest of the investigators and all the time I could hear noises around me, like people around me. So we went then and we investigated another part of the, the castle side of it. And we got a lot of little lights falling, um, sparkles of light, I suppose. And then different areas. Then we went into the kitchen area and we kind of split up. And one of the lads, two of the lads went into the room beside us. And all of a sudden one of them screamed and we ran in there and he said someone had touched his hair. And the other fella then said, oh God, someone's touched my hair now. And then I clearly felt someone rub the back of my head as well. And when they put the um, thermal imager on us, we, we, the three of us had cold spots on the back of our heads. So then we, we stayed in there for quite a while and we could hear lots of movement in the corridor outside, lots of movement. So we were calling and calling out and saying, you know, come into the room, come and join us. Don't be afraid, come in with us. 
And eventually we heard boots coming into the room, boots on a stone floor. And we heard people or, or someone moving all around us. This went on for about five full minutes and we just stood there and listened. We spoke, we talked and said, you know, thank you for coming to join us. And it, it was just, I've never heard anything that loud and that real before. It was unbelievable. So then we went out to another room and it wasn't love. It wasn't very nice out there. You, just had the feeling you were seasick the whole time. I, I just felt like that I was getting seasick and I, I couldn't, you know, understand what was going on. But then when we came out of the room, one of the other women said that she'd felt very dizzy inside there and felt it very hard to stand still. And I said, yeah, that, God, that's how I felt. I said, I felt like I was being tossed around on a, a ship or something. It was really weird. I just couldn't keep in the one place. So... I suppose the, the, we went then up to um, Mrs. Brady's rooms over the, um, over the, I suppose, what would you call it? Outside the courtyard, but over the carriage house, I suppose. And I don't know why it would have been Mrs. Brady's room. Perhaps she had an office up there or something. But um, we were up there and again calling for someone to come to join us and I was holding the camera at one point and the the table just tilted, just lifted up on one side and all the equipment that was on the table came rushing down and fell on me. So um, everyone got a bit upset and I managed to calm everyone down and said, look, come on, sit down. We've been asking for something to happen, you know, let's, you know, sit back down, let's enjoy this. So then we all sat down and we again invited, you know, whoever was there, come in, come and join us, come have a cup of tea with us. We weren't having tea, but, you know, we're sitting at a table and all of a sudden the lady that sat across from me, sitting across from me, her chair was suddenly pulled back and she screamed and ran. But it was for all the world, like someone had just come to the table, pulled out the chair, ready to sit down and there just happened to be a person sitting there. So that was kind of the end of the investigation then because they wouldn't stay up there with me. They just wanted to leave. I was quite disappointed, but we all decided we'd go for a cup of tea anyway. So then we went and joined forces with, I suppose, the rest of the, the teams that were downstairs. And we chatted and, you know, swapped stories and we told them about what had happened. So... In Mrs. Brady's room. So we all decided we'd go up there and do a, a quick call out up there and see, you know, was there anything. And one of the people said that they had a cold leg one side and it was cold. And they were ages testing the temperature and then they did a bit of table tipping. I took part in that too because I'd never seen it before. But it wasn't something that really interests me because I'm, I'm just not convinced that it's an outside energy that does it. So, um, then one of the ladies, one of our ladies, was standing by the, the door. The lady whose chair had been pulled, actually. She was standing by the door and she heard somebody downstairs. And um, we could hear somebody moving around downstairs. So she said, look, I'll just pop down and investigate. Because 
we were locked in. We were in, an, we were supposed to be in the private grounds, and we were locked in, and you know, we were supposed to be safe. So she went down just to see, you know, didn't seem to be anybody missing from the group. Maybe it was an animal or something. And um, all of a sudden, we saw her running down the the long driveway, and she was calling out to us, "Come on, come on!" So all the lads ran down the driveway, and so us women, we stayed upstairs. We were watching them out the window, see what was going on. And they split off as they got into the yard below. They split off. Some went to where we had our cars parked, and some ran down following our lady who had her thermal imaging camera with her, and she was holding it up. You could see the glow from that. We could see her running hell for leather down the, the long driveway down towards the gardens. And um, we saw her get into the garden and a couple of the other lads came. We could see their torches bobbing along behind her. And then we saw her stop and she turned around because we couldn't see the thermal imager anymore. Couldn't, you know, couldn't see it glowing so much. And then the lads caught up with her and we couldn't make out what was going on. There was some big excitement going on. So... They came up anyway, and um, she had said, you know, she thought that it was somebody had broken into the grounds and she was calling for people to check their cars, and that's why they split up. And she ran, she had this guy in her sights and the thermal imager, so she ran following him, calling for the men to come and help her. And um, she said when she got into the garden, this guy stopped and turned around and looked at her and just turned around, sorry, and um, into thermal imager. She couldn't see anybody, but in thermal imager, it was dark. So she was, like I say, going by the thermal imager. And she stopped then because she got afraid. She didn't want to run into something. And the lads caught her up and she took a picture. She, she took a picture of somebody standing in front of her. And the lads, when they got there, they all came through the one gate and they searched the whole garden. It was a big garden. There were high, big, big high walls, 12 foot, 14 foot walls. And a huge gate that made an awful noise when you opened it at the other end. But apart from that, there were just walls or else the, 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 path, the gate where, she, where she'd entered into it. And they searched that whole place and there were hedges and that in there, but the hedges were like eight inches high. And you couldn't hide behind them or hide inside them or anything like that. And the garden was well cut back and it was the time of year, it was very early in the spring, I think, so there was no um no real growth there, so there was no undergrowth and there was nowhere to hide. And there was nobody in that place, but she caught an image on camera. So um yeah, that was the first time we'd um, got that close to some real tangible evidence, I suppose. It was very exciting. So we came back up and we did a bit more of an investigation. But really, that was that was all there was. There was nothing else after that. But it, um, yeah, it, it, it will stand out in my mind, I suppose, forever as be an absolutely amazing place to, to visit. Um, I've been there since a couple of times and I've been in a, a room with other people and we've heard singing and a party going on and lots of laughter 
and we've got into radio contact, walkie-talkie contact with the other group that was there that night. And, you know, we asked them what was going on. Were they having a party or were they having a joke or what was going on? They said, no, we're just doing a bit of calling out. And we said, were you just laughing? And they said, no. And yet we had heard a full-scale party basically going on. And we'd heard music. We'd wondered if they'd been, you know, doing a spirit session and put it on a station instead of putting, instead of letting it run between stations or something. But no, they hadn't been doing anything like that. So we also, um, we also got a, an EVP. Another, the third time I was there, we got an EVP at the bottom, I think, of the big tower. I wouldn't, I couldn't go up. I, I'm afraid of heights, unfortunately, to my shame. And um, I stayed at the bottom and the other lady that was there came down to me and um, we walked off together. We said we'd split up. We'd go one way and we were talking away as we went. And we were kind of doing a half calling up. We're going up this little kind of a bridge thing that they've got there, safety bridge. And um, when we reviewed the equipment afterwards, the audio, we were just, you know, calling up. Is there anybody here with us? And that just as we were walking, really. Is anybody there with us? Do you want to come and join us? And we got a distinct reply. I can't remember now what it was. Something like yes or something like that but it was very clear and um definitely not one of us again so yeah Duckett's Grove would be I suppose one of my top 10 I suppose my one of the highs maybe my number one place that I like to visit never seems to let us down it wasn't as active the second and third time that was there although we were there um the second time I was there I was late getting there and the investigation that had already started. The rest of my team had bailed out. And so I drove up there on my own. I got lost. So um, I joined with these other teams. And they were doing a ghost box session. And um, we they introduced me to the team. And they were doing the ghost box session like I say I'm doing that they asked you know can you tell us the name of the person who just joined us and I mean very clearly Kim came across the radio and I mean that's not a common name it's it's fairly common but at the same time it's not the most common that you'd expect and um then they asked you know where is she from do you know where she's from and again Cork came across very clearly whereas we were in Carlo so you wouldn't really expect to hear that and then asked how many people were there and nine was heard very clearly and there were nine of us in that group so I don't know there were a lot of other names called out and things that came across that night it was it was very interesting I do think that Duckett's Grove is very very haunted and I think um you know if people are interested in the paranormal they should go there and just listen and ask questions quietly and just by yourself even you know just to walk around and just listen you'll be amazed what you'll pick up and what you'll hear so that's basically my story
story of Duckett's Grove. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll um, have to think of some more good investigations to come and just go and talk to you about. But for now, anyway, I'm saying good night. Thanks for listening. <laughs>